0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast, created in the studios of Independent Community Radio Station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthew.3cr.org.au. Now oh,
1: I'm a union man, amazed at what I am. I say what a th- that the company stinks Yes, I'm a union man When we meet in the local hall I'll be voting with them all With a hell of a shout It's out, brothers out And the rise of the company's fall
2: That's per usual. Good morning Melbourne.
3: Fire up program. Good morning Paris. Good morning Andy. Good morning Johnny.
2: Good morning Andy.
3: Good morning Simon. Good morning Ed. Good morning Billy. Good morning Andy. Full house this time.
2: Happy days. Full strength team. Wow.
3: What good news we got over waking up uh, yesterday. That young fella, what was his name? Simon? Young William,
4: yeah, the 14-year-old uh, kid with autism was found yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Absolutely sensation, sensational result compared to uh, what we're going through at the moment. It's been a terrible year. Yep. The best news we've heard a, uh, for a long, long time. What a fantastic story, eh? Yeah. Well, yep.
3: he put some of our footballs in shame, doesn't he? Two nights in, in the cold, no blankets, no fire, no nothing, no food. Defied and the odds, big. really,
4: didn't he? Well,
3: yeah. he did, and the footballers get a sore toe in their air for six weeks.
5: <laughs> And a great effort from all those volunteers, you know, oh, searching it for him. 450
4: years. of them, a lot of them took yeah. time off work. And the bloke yep. that found him, uh, Benjamin uh, Gibbs, I think his name was, That uh, what a super, super effort that was. You know, he's taken time off work himself just to go yeah. and, you know, help out in the community. Um, yep. Should be more and more stories like that. I mean, that, that sort of goes up where, with the um, Beaconsfield mine, you know, Rescue and yeah. yep. uh, yep. Threadbow yep. and all that kind of stuff, yep. as far as I'm concerned. Just a super effort. Yeah. Super Fantastic. effort. Fantastic, everybody concerned yeah. and you know, luckily the young
3: fellow, he's, he's right as rain. Apparently, not not a, not a care in the world.
2: I think he requested to McDonald's at the well, end. Well, of the uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what, they need to sponsor him or his school, yeah, or give true. him free macas for at least ten years, a decade, <laughs> for that stellar effort. And I think we all were watching the news cautiously because, you know, uh, for those of us that have. Children, or even yes. a, anyone, to, to lose someone like that, and I think we're all a bit worried, but it's yes. great news. It really hits well, really so home, doesn't
3: please it? Please imagine yeah. some of our
4: organisers
2: got free McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> One of them has been, <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent.
4: Magnificent. Uh, yeah, but there was some tough country up there at Mount Disappointment. Um, there's really thick scrub and
2: all that kind of stuff, so he's really, you know, it's a, it's, a, a miracle. it's almost yeah. a miracle. We had some of the coldest nights. I think on record, goes back to about 2013, uh, just this recent period we've had. One week has survived that. And he took his
3: shoes off as well. And And he he took his
2: shoes off. Cold enough under the 30th today, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pat pat on the back, yeah, we're wrapped. Great news. Great great work. Fantastic news. Well, there you go. Well, well, I had uh, had a, a certain roofer call up Uh, complaining about the ice that was on his roof yesterday morning and it Mm. sort of came up in conversation. You're worried about ice (laughs) on your roof, mate. There's... Imagine what that kid's going through. So, good. Great news. Absolutely. Puts it into perspective, is what we're saying. I could
5: probably relate a little bit because I was up the snowy mountains last week and there was uh, some pretty cold weather there, I'll tell you now. Oh, for sure. Oh, jeez. Yeah.
4: Just, on, just on that too, just be careful if it was off on the roof because it can be quite dangerous.
2: Yeah, I, definitely. <laughs> so, I was hearing he was requesting a tap up there to, to water it down and then blow it down, we'll which was a fair, a fair request. <laughs> For our thing out to our roofers and, and all of our construction workers that are listening in and up in the cold parts, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure this will warm on. Up. This was, is when we earn our side allowance. That's for sure. I was looking after the roof at the detail years ago, and um, one
4: of our contractors was um, terrorising me to get the boys out of the sheds. And it was a very cold morning, and I knew there was going to be ice up there. And he said, "Come on, heck, let's go and have a look." I said, "Give it another half an hour." Sure enough, he got me up there and he walked two metres out into the roof and went arse up and broke through <laughs> his roof. That's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> And I Good morning, Justin O'Hayes, hey. <laughs>
2: uh, you got a laugh. Uh, all fun. right. So yeah, good on your Will Callahan. Callahan. And And uh, yeah, Mr. Gibbs, Mr. Gibbs for finding yeah. him. Yeah, good and, him. And, and all those volunteers that actually took time off work to go and look for yeah. for that Super young boy. Super, Super effort. Team effort. Too
3: and too. Uh, just on a, on a sadder note, we, we did have some sad news. One of the, uh, our youngest sprinkler fitters passed away suddenly over the weekend. Uh, we believe it was uh aneurysm of his heart or, or heart attack. Yeah, Wasn't feeling too well. Was going to, was going to go out for some taco with his dad. They had a bit of a lay down and
4: his dad went to grab him and he couldn't revive him. He he'd passed away. So come from a big sprinkly fitting uh, sprinkly, sprinkly background too, a um, big with, family, yeah. I worked
3: with his, his father, yeah. his uncle, and he, his, his grandfather, Big bit. Murray Murray yeah. Poblidge. Yeah. So yeah. he was well-known for FFA, uh young Nathan. Yep. Yeah. And out uh, from Donance was going to the public family and friends. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's fair news, but anyway, mm. nothing
6: yeah. bites of dust. That's it. So we've just come back from a long weekend, and um. Yeah, it was a fantastic time to have off um, over the 4 day. I think plenty of people were out and about fishing. I heard you I went didn't. out building. Billy. Yeah, well... No, <laughs> let's uh, not talk about on. my fishing. Yeah, oh, didn't I don't think go it too well, mate. So <laughs> Billy went out, Johnny went out fishing, Simon went out fishing, yeah. and Paris went
3: surfing.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I nearly got eaten by a big fish. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
6: I didn't do anything. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. There was plenty of people out, went out to the bush, um, out to uh, Tommy. Um, down Kelly Tree, and I've never seen so many people out there, to be honest with you. Usually it's just two campers and that's about it. But um, it was a full house. It was good to see people out and about. But now we're moving into the business end of the year um, and moving forward, and uh, the industry's going really well.
2: I I think everyone was rapt to have a four-day weekend off. Queen's birthday is the only time we're monarchists uh, throughout the year. (laughs) But it it, it, it was nice to have four (laughs) days off where we were actually allowed to leave the house And I think that's why we saw a lot of our coastal towns, country towns, actually get flooded with people from the city, which was uh, fantastic to see. Not at
4: all, not when you live down the peninsula. They need some big broad iron gates at Franklin (laughs) to keep every bastard out. You're not the one (laughs) putting that sign in, are you, Simon? Keep out. (laughs) How'd you all got done on the pier? Did you see Roy Pier? Unbelievable. No, good luck to them anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So it's a long time between drinks. Between now and the next... uh, public holiday? Well,
2: that's going to be an interesting one. There won't we'll be a grand final parade, parade on that day, well, will there?
3: What's he going to do? Are we going to lose that day? No, we, we can't no. move no, a so calendar right. date.
4: It's a gazetted public holiday. Play by the rules. <laughs> we'll have to watch... Uh, <laughs> watch last, last year's grand yeah. final.
5: Last year's grand final and all the pubs and clubs
4: across. It was going crot. back to
5: 2016. That was
4: a good play. Yeah. Grand <laughs> final breakfast. Speaking of the footy, That's Tigers okay. tonight. Tigers and the dirty rotten maggots, uh, magpies. Oh, uh, no. Started already. Started already, yeah. So that was the police. We're getting back to some normality in our lives. Um, as we spoke about fortnight ago, the pubs are starting to open very slowly. Not all yeah. of them. Um, so, uh, yeah, and small
2: businesses are starting to sort of return a little
4: bit. So. Wasn't there
2: a practice match last night at the G as well? Oh, no, no idea. No, there was. Yeah, <laughs> No, the, the young Bolter kid supposedly had a ripper game against yeah. the, uh, the American from Collingwood. So that was in my news feed. As yeah. you know, I don't watch the football, but... <laughs> to commentate on it. I only watch the
4: Tigers, mate. So, yeah, yeah. 7.30 tonight. night, Tigers play the Magpies, so some sort of normality, something to watch on the TV because I'm fi- sure everyone's getting sick of net- Netflix, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong
5: there. Need a bit of sport backing. Yeah.
2: yeah, all right. Well, something for the uh, troops to be happy about, the VicPol job, which was uh, one of the biggest jobs in the Southern Hemisphere at the time, another we seem to just be, which we're happy with, government money, just seem to be building prisons and police stations at the moment. Um... But uh, the Big Poll, which was a, you know, I think about a three-year project. Terry Smart was down there for a while, looking after the A. E. Smith boys and girls, uh, Wilsons and Leemark. They switched it on over the long weekend, and I don't think I think it's still running now. So it's still there, which is good news. So fingers crossed. Yeah, was it
4: was it Smartie's birthday last week? <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> it was. <75. laughs> yeah, it was. If Smartie's listening.
2: Happy 75th, Yeah, on the, on the 7th of June. want well, a big cake for all those candles, I tell you. He oh, yeah, had a good, uh, for sure. Yeah, I reckon it was Morning, one of them meat-alongs... Morning, there. Smarty. <laughs> Happy 70th, Smarty. Good on you, buddy. So, so the good. new fuzz station's up and yeah, running. Yeah, the new fuzz yeah. station's up and running. Uh, we've got another police department at 140 Lonsdale Street. Uh, hasn't been let yet, but that'll be another big police department for the Feds, I believe. Um, so a few of our... Because you've got to actually... Uh, do a police check to work on these jobs that that turns away half of our sprinkler fitters mm. but that's alright we'll get some new ones
3: yeah.
2: very good so things are
3: back to normal almost on site the boys are still rallying around doing the right thing, still um, social, social distancing makes yep. Max normally, uh, no I wouldn't say normal but it's, it's, it's getting better yeah. on site and uh, you've got to commend the construction workers out there sailed through, bit of a hiccup a few times, bit of this, bit of that misunderstanding, but generally we're rock and rolled all the way through. Uh, it's I, I do uh, command all the trade unions for keeping the industry going, oh. even though we did cop some flak early doors. Apparently sending people to their deaths and whatnot, by not shutting the industry down. I dare say those same people will be now clapping their hands that it stayed open
4: for so long. So, what we were put up against every day, you know, what yeah. all of the all the unions and all the construction workers went through. We didn't know it was a day by day, hour by hour scenario. It was, and we got through it. And you know, we sh- a hopefully beast. we get. We get. We sh- there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel at the moment, so hopefully we get all the way through to the end. Yes, yeah, so
3: Billy, Billy Ramsay, and myself. Caught up with um, some of the people down at the, um, the main tunnel to discuss some of the subcontractors for getting to get into the business end. But uh, we thought it'd be about six or eight months before that. It's still going to be another 12 or 18 months away. But
6: yep. the list
3: they gave us of uh, prospective uh, contracts. companies, yep. contracts, I'm pleased to say that it was all, all the top tier which you would expect in a project like that, because, I mean, if you want it done properly, you can get it done properly, The one of these... once Guido's plumbing from St. Albans trying over have a crack, you wouldn't be able to do it. Thing out to Guido.
6: <laughs> get on you, Guido. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, uh, they're all top-tier companies and all capable. Can, the price, what they've got to understand is that the price, and anybody can price it, but you've got to have the capabilities and the gear and the,
4: the ability to actually do these types of jobs. And... Uh, very happy with the list. The metro tunnel's going a lot better than the old uh, Westgate tunnel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. By the sound of things. Uh, uh, Well, that's just not <laughs> So There was <laughs> a talk of John Hollands actually pulling out the contract.
3: Oh, what, which, what? I heard that uh, during the week myself, yeah. Okay. So, well, whatever happens, they need to pull their finger out. I mean, the contract's a contract. I don't know what's the government's fault if they've underquoted. Uh, John Hollands, they would have known. they have done their research.
4: They quoted it from five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kept it priced it. and adjusted.
3: Yep. Didn't do one too much
4: one. research on the old PFAS down there, did they? No, no, no. no. Well, what what would have been.
3: Well, that's what they, a lot of these companies do. They underquake and they try to hit it up, and that's what happens. To all, a lot of our companies suffer out there on these jobs. But uh, anyway, we'll keep their eye open on that one and see what happens. It's all ready to go. The big machine's ready to twist and twirl and start digging.
5: Flick the switch.
3: Can, you just push the star button. Yeah,
5: do yeah, you're
3: right, Anne, you're right. And once, yeah. once the star button goes, well, she do not stop.
5: Off she goes.
3: But that could be who
2: knows when? Who knows what. All right, I think we're going to cut to a track. We've got a uh, powder finger. We're sticking with the Australian theme this morning and we're going to be going out We've Already Gone by Powder Finger.
4: Yippah.
7: Two years ago, I stood at Trades Hall in Melbourne, having just lost my husband at work. I had just embarked on a steep learning curve. I learned that the death of our workers was no accident. It was a result of a fundamental cultural problem with workplace health and safety in this country. I learned that the systems are not working and that the laws are insufficient. Over the past 12 months, 39 Victorians have not come home from work. Already in 2020, we have lost 25. These people are not just a number on a WorkSafe spreadsheet, they are our people. They leave a huge hole, and the harm done by their loss is immeasurable. We remember and honour those who never came home. And we commit to carry their memory with us as they continue to work towards the only acceptable number of workplace-related deaths.
0: Zero. 3CR, your station in struggle and solidarity.
8: COVID-19. No radiophone. you fought, you were left off the hook. Sorry, we need money to survive and you need a legal legitimate tax deduction before the end of the year. So we're having a June Solidarity Station appeal so we can remain independent, community owned and believe it or not, radical during COVID-19. This is a great way to do what the rich and powerful do, support the charities that you like, like 3CR, and get a legal legitimate tax deduction. If they can do it, you can do it. You can do it in a number of ways. You can go to the website, 3cr.org.au, follow the prompts. And for the dinosaurs out there like me, you can always send a cheque made out to 3CR to post office box 1.0. Two seven seven. That's post office box one two seven seven Collingwood three zero six six. And before you know it, you'll get your legal legitimate tax deduction. And remember all that COVID nineteen extra money you've got for Job Seeker. Wow! Now that you live in the lap of luxury, maybe you'd like to put some into Three CR's pocket, and you can feel really good about keeping Three CR on air. And also put down your favourite program when you donate.
1: Trying to unwind, you can't relate to the legend. Another day meanders by keeping nature's table time. All these things just pass you by You can't relax In a scheduled life you're just divide. all these things are on your mind and you can't relax in a scheduled life.
2: That was What, mate. what do you think that, Ant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finger? That should
6: be a statue of him. Yeah. yeah. Magnificent. Uh, talk, talking about
2: the cold weather.
6: um right there. right? Yeah. Um, coming into the colder months, we've got, um, you know, in the EBA, we've got our winter issues, our, um, our blueies or anything better or equivalent to. We've, I've got, got a couple of jobs down in Ballarat. It's quite cold out there. I reckon it'll be snowing today, but. Um, all the contractors that are working on the on the projects out there require our EBA companies, I should say, require blueys or Equivalent. So if you haven't got them, yeah, make a phone call, speak to your organiser, yeah. speak to your shop stewards. Well, you're it. Aren't yeah, it? that's right. Any any jobs around town, um, yeah. as well, everyone requires them. So yeah,
4: absolutely. A lot of times the bosses try to um, bludge on that, but
3: um, yeah.
4: yeah, avoid. Yeah,
3: so. Well, Yes, I have They would
4: have had a fair argument not to have one because it was and sunny. There, for it. Mm-hmm. Billy Ramsey was sunbaking apparently down on Port Melbourne Beach, <laughs> <laughs> Sitting, getting his winter tan up with a balloon seat all around. Andy's yeah, like... pulled up his bum. <laughs> I know where he hides it. Yeah. <laughs> on his lunch break, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you need a meerkat man. <laughs> <laughs> No, the weather has been all right after the frost um, breaks or the fog breaks, but, um, yeah, you're entitled to your PPE, your, your PPE and your winter winter issue. Exactly. Just, on, just on other entitlements, boys, superannuation. Make sure you're getting the right super. It should be thereabouts $210, $215, depending on what site you're on, because uh, site, site allowance and your travel allowance comes into your ordinary hours. There's still a lot of companies out there not paying the right whack, so check your super because it's your money. At the end of the day, it all adds up. You know the money we've been earning off super, the uh, the interest over the last ten years has been fantastic. And um, even if it's forty bucks short, thirty bucks short a week, that adds up at the end of your working life to a big sum. Yep. So check your super, boys.
2: That's right, Simon. And because of that, we're trying to put something in a latest EBA, which would raise the minimum up to two hundred and thirty, which would cover. The majority of working jobs and just make sure that it's a lot easier and further to that once bob gets around to actually putting it on our website um good luck with that we're actually going to get a super calculator we're going to get a super calculator and also a site allowance calculator put on our website so that anyone's just got to pop in what job they're on what the job value is worth its location and it'll it'll calculate the site allowance for you and also your superannuation. Uh, put in your hourly rate and you should be able to calculate that as well with your site allowance.
6: Understood.
2: So definitely. Other than that, keep those apps. We always tell the, yeah, everyone out. on site, everyone able to look up eBay and, and Gumtree and Facebook Buyswap sell and a, but, uh, and a few other things. Make sure you get the Inco link, Coinvest <laughs> and bus apps on your phone. It's your money. Look after it, please. And yes. check your payslips. A lot of blokes out there don't tell yeah.
4: their uh, Check their payslips. I just think if there's are enu- about enough in, the, in their bank every week, just check your payslips. Don't, don't it. You ask. Ask yeah. a question.
3: That's right. he was saying before, you've got a the, the massive trouble coming up in Ringwood, mate. Yeah,
5: definitely. Uh, Hamilton marino got a big job out there, a uh, hotel uh, slash apartments. Um, I believe it might be, even be a three-year project. That's going to kick off.
3: Definitely going ahead.
5: Apparently at this stage, or I know at least one stage of it's going ahead. So um, oh, really? I'll keep an eye on that. That's going to kick off, I believe, in about September or September. So well, Man, that's, that's something to look forward to. It's
3: also the new shopping centre getting built in Richmond down Swan Street. That's yes, a yes, Swan that's right. Or uh,
5: uh Swan? Yeah, something like that. And yeah, on Church Street there. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, on Church Street that's there. Right. Uh, yeah, big the big old, the yeah,
2: old Coles. Yeah, that's the on one. The police station at McDonald's mm-hmm. just been demolished. Near Leo Barry's Boxing Gym. That's, yeah. that was That's there. One. Yeah, about the one. One years.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's a big just block of land out there. Peace, just just near
5: the flood station. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing I do want to raise too, just while i get everyone, um, pre-start checks on your EWPs, because um, the other <laughs> week on one of the jobs down in Cremorne, um, one of the wheels on the scissor lift came off. Jesus. Sheared off. Yeah, sheared off. Um, the investigation took place, and... Um, That was before I went away. Um, Everyone done everything right. But just a reminder to all out there to make sure you do your checks, your pre-start checks on your EWPs. Very important. Daily logbook. Daily logbooks because a lot of us take it for granted. We jump in the season and we start driving it around. But lucky enough, no one was hurt or injured. But the wheel did come off on that on that particular check journey. Check the air in yeah. the tyres
4: on the scissors.
5: Yeah, check the air in the tyres. We, <laughs> we did have a very bad uh, accident years ago, Ian,
4: that I think you were we uh, involved yep, we in a um, couple of sprinkler fitters. So, yep. yeah, it's... Um, it's not over. Yep. Uh, yeah, very. Da- it can be a very dangerous bit of a uh, apparatus. Yeah, that's
5: so. right. When we rely on them daily, every day. So.
4: Bring it... Bring
3: back a few memories on that So I do recall Billy Rams and myself went out to the job and Normals already out there. We met him out there. And uh, the, the two fitters that were in the scissor toppled over. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, WorkSafe, it's literally called WorkSafe. It's a bit of an acronym. But they went out there and they just kept the whole job going. And there was, there was bunking there was potholes, there was
4: plant everywhere. And they just kept the job going and they didn't let stop. I'll go one step further. I think a couple of boys from uh, Mates of the CMFU haven't got fined for entering the job that no, day. I think they did. Yeah. They did
3: too, yes. Yes, um, they did.
2: Well, that's, that's the way it works. You know, so Show, it's why. We, we need yep. our safety reps on the job.
6: Definitely.
3: Definitely.
6: Did you having a today, Johnny? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be going out today to the data centre. That's moving along very well. I'm going out with Billy Ramsey, actually. So, yeah.
3: Getting a bit of a plug today, old Billy. Yeah, that's
6: it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, going out um, to the data centre. That's moving along. We've got a few few guest boys out there and um, coombs. Um, well, they are different types of jobs. and the, the last one we saw there, sorry to interrupt, Johnny, but
3: the last one we saw, the, the demand of plant. and
6: uh heavy steel pipe and framework and all that so we do need someone uh, there to go to definitely thing. need someone out there we'll out yeah. there's another big job i come across as well down in Truganina, um, coles uh climatized dish- distribution center so that's a big one for fdc um 130 million dollar job so it is quite a big big warehouse and who's the um, builder? fdc That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun job. Went <laughs> out there, had a bit of a chat with management, so... they qualified builders. Yeah, so, um, no, nah, nah, that's that's an excellent job for our, our members, so it'll keep us going for a bit longer. So. Beautiful.
3: Magnificent. And the city's just rocking and rolling. Yeah, we voted <laughs> up
6: uh,
2: Jackie Sims on the Hickory Holiday Inn job last week oh, sure. for End Time Mechanical. Yeah. So good, good on you, Jackie, for putting your hand up there, uh, supported by Lee Mark Fire and Liquid Vision. Uh, it, look, it is a, a tough gig to be a safety rep on a job site. It's not all tarts and gingerbread um, or, you know, beer and Skittles, whatever the terminology is, it, it's a tough one. And we often sort of say, uh, you know, you've got to keep about four different groups happy, both the, the working groups, the employees, the other unions, the bosses, and, and at the same time keep your own and Andy and at the same time, keep your own <laughs> mental health. Do you know what I mean? I, I once likened it, if, if you want to be a steward, you know, test yourself out, do a couple of things. You could go to St Albans Footy Club, walk into the change rooms after they've just been pummeled by the opposition team by about 30 goals and tell them they all did a crap job and see if you can get out of that change room alive. And then, so then you've got you know, good sort of working skills there. Then if you go to the you know, Young Liberals Convention at Melbourne yeah. Uni, uh, wait till they've all had a you know a few lines or something, look in there, lock the door... And tell them about, you know, try and get a few of them to sign up to the benefits sort of an EBA. Mm-hmm. If you can convince one of them, you'll be a good steward. Some people do it uh, harder than others, though, don't they? Oh, uh, that's it. Oh,
4: yeah. right on. Yeah. I don't know, soft hand here, he just sort of cruises through. Yeah. Right. <laughs> soft hand Yeah, <here.
3: laughs> he... not uh, know how he does it. he just...
2: How
4: old
2: is he? <laughs> about nearly 50, and he looks about 37. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know, how he. <laughs>
3: The only shoot
4: I know, he does a job. Of, he does a job in the hush puppies. But anyway, <laughs> good old Susie, huh? Good old Susie. So anyway, uh, Getting that time to the end of the show. Um, <coughs> just one more mention, Billy Ramsey. I know he loves the show. He's <laughs> always listening in. He's um, dying to come on. Dying boy. to come on, and uh, he's always uh, saying what a good job we do. So, good morning, Bill. Morning. morning yeah, Billy. Morning, <laughs> Billy.
7: And
2: thanks a lot, Gabs, for sorting us out. Hooray. Right. Right. Hooray. Right.
0: So you'll find it really fascinating when you look at all the different announcements that have come out with the COVID-19 economic response policy from different state governments. The states that still own pretty much all their electricity networks, those states have been able to announce various measures of relief. But then the states that have privatized most of their energy assets, such as New South Wales and Victoria especially, those states have done nothing in this area so what we actually see then is the problem is when you privatize these utilities the flexibility of the government to then use utilities as a way to soften these economic impacts has been removed and they're just protecting these private utility companies which have a monopoly sort of regulated industry from being able to experience any sort of profit losses. Unless the government is going to come in and force the private owners to take losses through direct regulation, nothing is going to stop them from bleeding people dry in a time of crisis. 3CR, your station in struggle and solidarity. Jump online and give what you can. Go to 3cr.org.au.